We are on Chapter 19 in our End of the Module Review, Fair Housing. Needless to say, this is another one of the important modules or chapters that you need to review regularly prior to taking your real estate exam. And as we go through the notes, hopefully you have everything printed out, your book in front of you for Chapter 19. I want to just go through and highlight a few things for you to make sure that you remember and are aware of. First of all, the Civil Rights Act of 1866, which was an offshoot of the 13th Amendment, really entails the fact that all citizens of the United States shall have the same right in every state and territory as enjoyed by white citizens thereof to, look at this, inherit, perch, purchase, lease, seek, and hold and convey real and personal property. Now again, that was back in 1866. But for many of us, we know that in the 1960s, there was still a lot of discrimination and a lot of things going on that were very unfair to, to many folks in, in our country. In fact, I remember as a young child in my hometown in Missouri, where there was a bus station and I remember going out to the bus station as a young child to pick up our grandparents who would come over to visit us and there were bathrooms in that specific bus station that were designated for people of certain race or color and it's interesting to me to to see that we had an actual law, the Civil Rights Act of 1866, that really said all citizens of our of our United States should have the same right in every state and territory as white citizens, where they could inherit, they could purchase, they could lease or hold and convey real and personal property. So because things weren't working out very well, we had a couple of interesting things that happened in the 1960s. First of all, we had the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and that actually prohibited discrimination in federal funded housing programs. But in 1968, you had the Title VIII of the Civil Rights Act of 1968, which really, again, reemphasized uh, that you could not discriminate in housing based on race, color, religion, and national origin. Now, as we will see as we move through the, through the material, there have been some additions to this 1968 Act. We had the 1974 Amendment to the Fair Housing Act, which added um, some items... Um, which added one specific item, which was sex. You could not discriminate against someone if they were male or female. That was in 1974. And then in 1988, uh, President George Bush added the familial status and handicap. In other words, you, you cannot discriminate on the size of a family or of children and also, you could not discriminate against someone if they were handicapped. So two very important additions in 1988. So now we have a Title VIII Civil Rights Act, which was originally passed in 1968, which has race, color, religion, national origin. We can see those right here. 
Uh, so we've got those that were from 1968. In 1974, sex was added. You couldn't discriminate against someone if they were male or female. And then in 1988, we added familial status and handicap. So keep all of those in mind. It's very important for you to understand that we cannot discriminate against individuals in housing on a wide variety of, of uh of um, specific issues. Now, what are some following acts of discrimination or what are some acts of discrimination? Well, if you refuse to sell, rent, or negotiate with any person about a dwelling, that could be an act of discrimination. If you made the terms different to certain parties, sometimes people might have someone call who's from a different a race and they pick up on their nationality perhaps from um, you know their their um, voice and they may they may give a different price for what that property rents for versus someone who might come in that they would prefer to rent to you can't do that that's discriminatory practice you could not use certain phrases that could constitute discrimination a lot of times just indicating that it's near this church or it's ideal for um, you know it's a it's ideal for a family without children those are thing phrases and things you have to be careful because you definitely could be found guilty of discrimination if you t tell a party that a dwelling's not available and in fact it is for sale or lease that could be a discriminatory practice I remember calling about the apartment I actually ended up renting in college. I remember calling the apartment complex, talked to the owner of the building, and he told me he didn't have anything available for rent. So a couple of weeks later, I was back down trying to find an apartment in uh, my college town where I went to college. I could not find anything. And I just happened to be driving by that same apartment building that I really liked, who the owner had told me he had nothing available for rent. I stopped in, I went in to visit him, and he said, yeah, I've got a, I've got a unit available. He showed me the unit, I rented the unit, and the lady who lived next door told me that unit had been available and for sale for several months. Well, probably the owner did not want to make any commitment over the phone without seeing someone. I'm just thinking that. However, and he was a very good landlord. I loved him dearly. But he actually was um, guilty of an act of discrimination. Because he was telling a party that, that nothing was available when in fact something is available. So sometimes people will do that if they don't want to rent to a certain person. You can't, you can't do that. That's wrong. If you try to make a profit by inducing homeowners to sell because a certain type of person is moving into their neighborhood, that's called blockbusting. And, and that's um, happened in some areas. This is normally a test question. You're going to see a lot of things from this chapter, so know it well. Um, that's also called panic peddling. So you go into a neighborhood and you say, hey, did you know these types of people are moving into the neighborhood? People get scared. They, uh, it's, that's why it's called panic peddling and blockbusting, and they put their house up for sale, and you then in turn try to profit off of that. You can't do that 
And again, Renault that that's called blockbusting. A uh, couple of other things, uh, you deny someone membership in an or, in a, in a organization or an MLS, uh, altering the terms or the condition of the property due to discrimination. You can't do that. Please uh, avoid discriminatory practices in any and all um, reasons and, and uh, it just shouldn't happen. Now we've got a couple of boxes for you here. You can see who's the Fair Housing Act apply to and who's not covered under the act. So you can see here if it's a single family housing when a broker is used to sell property private or corporate, if an owner sells more than three units uh, or owns more than three units, if an owner sells more than one home within a two-year period, and if you have units in excess of four, multifamily units of four or less if non-owner occupied. This all applies to fair housing. Now, there could be some situations where the Fair Housing Act does not apply. In other words, you don't use a broker. Uh, if you're a religious organization, a Catholic organization, you only want to rent to Catholics, that would be okay. Uh, if you rent one to four family dwelling and you live in one of the units, you could you could deny certain types of individuals um, to live there. And if you're a private club restricting lodging or rental rooms only, there could be some ways that I don't I really hate to use the word loopholes, but there are exclusions to the Fair Housing Act. Now it is important to note that as we go down a little further in the material, how about on the basis of national origin? And the answer is no. You could never discriminate. Why? Because of Jones versus Mayer and because of 1866. Let's talk about Jones versus Mayer. Mr. Mayer, Alfred Mayer, was a builder from Florissant, Missouri. He had a subdivision. He was putting some homes in. He did not want to sell a home to the Joneses, who were African Americans. And Mr. Jones uh, filed a suit, he and his wife, against Mr. Mayer for discrimination. Mr. Mayer's attorney basically tried to argue that because Mr. Mayer actually did not use a broker and followed all of these other rules here, uh, the, the law did not apply to him. In other words, um, you can see here that if an owner sells more than one home within a two-year period, that he or she was not the most recent resident. Well, Mr. Mayer's attorney was trying to say, look, um, if, if all of these things were in place, yes, fair housing would apply to us. But Mr. Mayer didn't use a broker, and these other items over here did not apply to him. Therefore, he has the right to, to discriminate against the Joneses or not really discriminate, he has a right to choose not to sell to them. But the Jones's attorney was a little bit sharp, more sharper than Mr. Mayer's attorney. And he said, if you go back and you look at this Civil Rights Act of 1866, 
it said what? If we go back up here, and I know I've got a lot of scratching on here. Hopefully you can see this. It says what? All citizens of the United States shall have the same right in every state and territory as enjoyed by white citizens thereof to inherit, purchase, lease, seek, and hold, and convey real and personal property. Therefore, the Joneses' attorney said this. You can't use the loophole here. Can't use it. Why? Because if you look at the Civil Rights Act of 1866, it clearly says all citizens have their rights as white folks to, to inherit, to buy, to sell real estate. And so in that specific example, uh, you can see, and I kind of go back over that right below here, uh, here's the 1866 Act. Therefore, it's important for you to know that discrimination based on race is strictly prohibited. Let me tell you this. You will see a question on this. And so I would definitely make sure that uh, that you know this. I'm just going to put another star there. So these are very important points. I would make sure that I know that material very well. Now we have some information on handicap status down below here. Um, we talk about some items. I would make sure you understand and know these, uh, what discrimination is, and also on familial status. When there are one or more individuals who have not reached the age of 18, a landlord cannot discriminate against the parent or legal guardian, even if the person is in the process of obtaining legal guardianship in the basis of housing availability. Now, look at this. I think this is kind of interesting as well. It even says, uh, what if a person is pregnant and has not actually had the child yet? You still cannot discriminate under that part of the law. So you got to be real careful about uh, when you're renting, and a lot of home homeowners are not aware of this, the, the rules that apply for, for especially family status. A lot of times people will say, I do not want to rent to children. You can't do that. It can be very, very, um, it's wrong, and it can be uh, a discriminatory act. So make sure that you understand those items. Now we're going back over blockbusting again. We've already talked about that. Panic pedaling. Steering is when you you actually try to direct or encourage home buyers to move to a specific area because they you think that they will be more comfortable there. Hey, let me let me take you over here because more Germans live in this area or the Chinese tend to, to live over here. Uh, that this, according to one session I was in at a conference recently on fair housing, is probably one of the most violated parts of the fair housing law that real estate agents and brokers uh, are found guilty of. And it's not out of intention. They're not doing it out of out of smite or anything that's, um, you know, in a mean way. They just actually think people would be more comfortable living in those specific areas. You, that's steering. You want to stay away from that. Redlining is when banks or savings and loans actually draw a map around the city 
I have a blue line there, but it's called redlining, and they say we will not make any loans in that area. We will make loans in this part of the city. We will make loans in this part of the city. Uh, we will not make loans over here. That's called redlining, and uh, that is uh, a violation. Insurance companies can be guilty of that practice as well. And then you have the American Disabilities Act, ADA, uh, where uh, employers have to keep certain standards up for Americans who have disabilities. Remember, fair housing laws are enforced through HUD. And finally, it's important to note that a violation of this law does not have to show proof that the person intentionally, and I want to make sure you understand that, you do not have to show proof that a person intentionally discriminated. Only that discrimination occurred. So the bottom line here is treat everyone the same. Very, very important. Always treat everyone the same. We have your definitions back here, so be sure you understand and know what blockbusting is. Again, know what steering is, redlining. You have the Equal Credit Opportunity Act that you need to look at. A lot of information in Chapter 19 that is very important, very relevant to what you will be um, practicing as a real estate professional and that you need to know not only for the exam but just as a business professional because really the bottom line is we need to treat everybody the same. Uh, discrimination can be a uh, horrible and a, a terrible thing to to have to go through and no one should have to be discriminated against uh, uh, because of their race, because of their age or um, because of the color of their skin or, or what religious beliefs or backgrounds they have. Disability. Um, parents who have children, small children, they need a place to rent. So know the information in Chapter 19. It's good information to know as a professional for your professional career. But I can tell you, you will see a lot of questions from this chapter. So study this chapter, go over those review questions, study your flashcards, and you will do just fine. We have a review test for you now. Again, you have to make 75%. Once you complete that, I will see you over in Chapter 20.